worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Mind Aware 102. Please enjoy this classic interview with Megan Duckett. Hey there, Brain Trainers. This is Dana Wild, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show, where you discover the best information on mindset, wealth, and more. Start your day with the Mind Aware, and now... You're ready to take intentional action. Welcome back, everyone. Do you have a favorite hobby? Like, would you like to be paid real money from your hobby? How'd you like that? In the next 10 minutes, you'll discover how to turn your passion into real cash. I'm joined by Megan Duckett, founder of So What? That's S-E-W, So What? They produce everything you can imagine for theaters and stages, you know, stage curtains and drapery to those like massive 3D fabric sets that you see at rock concerts. And it all started with a job working on coffins. Megan, coffins, really? (laughs) Do you want to tell us how did coffins help launch your business? That's right. Well, you know, I think that may also be where the company name came from because I recall saying to them, you want me to sew what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it was a, a, a group of coffins that uh, needed to be magnificently lined in velour and silk for a haunted Halloween uh, extravaganza. And um, I didn't know that I had the talent or the skill to do it, but I decided to bite off on the challenge and, and discovered uh, after 10 coffins that I had hit on something that I was not only good at, but I enjoyed too. So actually at that time you were, you came over from Australia and you were just working on film sets or, or is that how that happened and you didn't really know you had this talent of sewing? Yeah, I uh, came across from Australia when I was 19, in fact, and I had originally after school apprenticeship as an electrician. So my interest was in the electrical field, not in that of the sewing and craft environment. So indeed, yes, I was working as a stagehand doing lighting and other technical elements for stage productions in the interim before I had this discovery of the the, the hidden talent. <laughs> wow, how interesting. This is Dana Wild with the MindAwareShow.com. We're talking with Megan Duckett, founder of So What? That's S-E-W, So What? About how to grow your home-based business. Where did you learn to sew then? Because you didn't go to university and, and you kind of just have this really eclectic background. Where did you pick that up? Well, I taught myself. Yeah, I taught myself. 
My, my grandmother, interestingly enough, was actually a tailor. She made wedding dresses, but we're talking a couple of generations ago. My mother was a knitter, and I definitely didn't like knitting. I recall her knitting needles interrupting the television when I was trying to watch it as a child. So I, I think the, the sewing skill, it really it, I really did teach myself. I went down to the local store. I rented a small dressmaker. They showed me how to thread it. Um, and that is how I embarked upon lining those uh, those ten coffins. It was a from scratch moment because indeed I'm not uh, I'm not college or university educated. No, I'm not either. So I appreciate that. You know, I'm starting to really think there is some kind of a gene. You know, that a stray gene of entrepreneurs who are just people who kind of because what you did here and maybe this is kind of the secret to your success is that you just uh, said yes to something. You didn't know if you could do it or not, but then you just found a way to do it. Does that make sense? I think it does. Certainly pushing myself beyond my comfort zone is something that comes fairly easily to me. Um, Maybe that makes me a foolish decision maker. I don't know. But I've been known to do this before where a challenge will present itself in any way, shape or form. And and often I'll find myself saying, yeah, I can do that or let me give it a try long before I've actually thought through the ramifications of that decision. So it does work in one's favor on occasion and and this being one of them. Yes, I, I definitely bit off on something not fully knowing whether I could or could not do it, but I was completely prepared to give it 110%. Fantastic. This is Dana Wild with The Mind Aware talking about the role of just saying yes and jumping in in business success with Megan Duckett of So What, S-E-W, So What, who's been featured on the cover of Entrepreneur Magazine. So uh, along that line, this idea of just pushing yourself and jumping in, how much of that do you think has to do with using your intuition or your gut instinct? I believe it has a lot to do with that. I've come under criticism, I suppose you would say, in years past for not having a very clear business model because I know when you go to school, they they teach you to write a business plan and uh, have a business model and to to stick to it, right? That's how you direct and guide yourself and, and measure your growth and your goal meeting. I've always been a little more organic than that. I, I've always kind of seen an opportunity, jumped on it, pushed myself in that direction, always in within a set of guidelines, within parameters, but I've definitely, I think I come from the organic school of business growth. We're a lot more like bamboo. We kind of you know, wave in the breeze mm. <laughs> as it comes. It's, it's always worked and you have to be prepared to realize that sometimes the wind will blow too hard and you're going to snap off and that's okay. Just pick yourself up and get back to what you were doing, but definitely jumping in and giving it your best shot. Isn't that like having your first child? Isn't that like jumping in and giving it your best shot? Yeah, it's well, it's so interesting because you can tell that you are definitely doing this by intuition. And you talk about guidelines, that you think they're within certain guidelines. But I'm wondering if I even asked you, how would you name those guidelines or what are those guidelines? Would you have a sense of what they are? Could you share those with us right now? Sure. I mean, I think that the types of guidelines that I have and that we have as a company collectively, it includes is it the right moral decision to make? Is there the potential that it will benefit not just the company, but is there potential to benefit the client? There doesn't necessarily always have to be something in it for, for us or 
or from me? You know, do I see benefit to others by my making this decision? If I take this risk, can I afford the loss that could come as a result? I mean, making decisions in business is a lot like gambling. Don't be prepared to gamble more than you can afford to lose. But there's no harm in putting... uh, five dollars on 23 because you know if it lands on the roulette table you're going to get a 35 times reward (laughs) you know i think those are the types of guidelines they're more general they're more big picture guidelines yeah in great guidelines i mean perfectly said i think we all can identify with that this is dana wild with the mind aware show we're talking with megan duckett founder of so what s-e-w so what she has a-list clients like madonna and sting and we're talking with her about how to grow your home-based business using your intuition your gut instinct which really here we're all about that we believe that Success is a combination of action and mindset. What I hear you saying then with this gut decision, it's almost like kind of like when you set a goal out for yourself or you say yes to something and it's, it almost gives you a little bit of a panic or a little bit of a thrill and you can't decide if it's thrill or panic. And then it's kind of about managing that. I don't know if I'm stating it clearly, but does that sound pretty much, if somebody was going to replicate it, is that what they would do? Is it about really putting yourself into a situation where you're not sure you can do it, but then managing those feelings and making it happen? Yeah, I think so. That's how I would describe it. It's never to put yourself in a place where you're in danger. It's never to put yourself in a place where you're causing potential threat to those around you. It's more a matter of, moving yourself just kind of into that discomfort zone. I think there's there's a big difference between, you know, jumping off the cliff and, and getting closer to the edge. So, you know, I like the concept of getting closer to the edge, pushing yourself a little, a step at a time, moving your limits, extending your goals. And again, you're doing all of that in a way that is within the guidelines, you know, doesn't impact others, wouldn't damage others, wouldn't hurt someone is going to be ultimately a good decision and and or if it turns out to be a bad one, isn't a loss that, that you can't stomach. Yeah, it's a bit like stretching yourself and this is probably how your business stays interesting as well, I would venture to bet. It's about getting the new clients and it's about taking the new risk, but really I would think that this is how you stop from being bored with what you're doing and wanting to get out is by taking that new challenge. Does that make sense? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, we've done that on several occasions. I mean, I've embraced the concept of digital graphic printing and five, six six years ago, bought into, uh, brought in-house, I should say, our own printing equipment. And we've evolved from just making backdrops, the sewing side, to printing the backdrops and then sewing them. That was stepping into a related industry, but it was uncomfortable because we didn't know anything about it, um, but certainly related to us, and that's been very successful. Likewise, with the rental company that we started four years ago, another division of the same concept, you know, in terms of event and theatrical draperies, and the rental company, likewise, it's kept it interesting. The two companies feed one another, and it's certainly keeps us moving in the right direction, but always learning. You know, we're we're constantly learning, which is exciting. Most of us love to learn in one way, shape, or form. 
I love it, Megan. Do you find it difficult to stay focused and dedicated to building your business while still being a great mom or dad? I'm going to ask Megan her best tips for doing both, so sit tight. Do you ever wish you had someone you could call for advice about your business? Maybe you want someone to look over your marketing strategy or evaluate your Facebook page. If so, then buy your side from the Mind Awares for you. Learn more at joinbyyourside.com. By Your Side is a program where you have access to the best experts in the area of direct sales, marketing, leadership, social media, and more. That's joinbyyourside.com. And we didn't leave out mindset or your personal goals either. By Your Side has happiness, nutrition, fitness, and tapping experts too. It's your one stop for the best advice for the best you. Check out joinbyyourside.com and have the best coaches by your side. Welcome back. I'm here with Megan Duckett of So What. That's S-E-W, So What, who has started in her home. And she now works with clients like Sting, Madonna, Lady Gaga, and more. Megan, one of the things I'd like you to address is how to build a business, you know, out of your home, because that's where you started. Grow it and be dedicated to it and be a great parent at the same time. What kind of challenges did you find in doing that? Well, there's been no shortage of challenges <laughs> in that respect because it's interesting if you look at the progression of our business, 1996 is the year that we incorporated and in fact the same year that we married and started the business on the kitchen table um, cutting cloth on the hardwood floors using the two-inch oak boards as you know a measuring tool. So you fast forward through about seven years of running the business, hiring employees, getting pets, <laughs> buying homes, all of that. Um, William was born in 2003, so about seven years into the development of the business and the family lifestyle. And so it has been, for us as older parents, I guess, it, it has been a shift in gears and it was really important that we do whatever it took to make sure that William didn't suffer because of the amount of time the business took and at the same time that the business didn't suffer because as new parents, raising children is something that you just completely dedicate yourself to. So. We've we've worked on finding that balance because we have both worked together in the business and we both work together on raising Williams. So, you know, there's been certainly no shortage of, of decision making where it's been, okay, how do we how do we fit this client, fit this job, fit the school schedule, fit the doctor's visit or the vaccinations or you know, whatever it is, or the play date all into the same 24 hours. Right. Well, yeah, totally. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're talking with Megan Duckett, founder of So What, about balancing your business with parenthood. And so on that note, what's the secret to doing it? Do you, you know, do you have certain priorities? Because really, it sounds like what happened is you had this seven-year-old already at home, which was your business. You know, you'd been growing it for seven yeah. years. Uh-huh. And then you have a, a new child come in, William. So did you have some kind of guidelines again, since we were talking about guidelines before, that helped you make decisions 
with regards to balancing these two worlds? It really evolved, and it evolved very quickly because it had to. Neither Adam nor I have family here in the United States. I'm from Australia, and he's from New Zealand. So we were our own entity, and we actually looked within the business to find the resources to make it work. At the time, we'd hired a gal, Sylvia, who is still with us, I might add, nine, ten years later, and... uh, her mother ran a daycare in San Pedro and our business was in Torrance. And we thought, well, this is only 20 minutes away. We talked to her. We really loved Sylvia and her her personality and her work ethic and, and the kind of girl that she was. And we thought, well, her mother must be as, you know, as amazing as she is. So, uh, in fact, it was her mother that um, stepped in and, and helped me and Adam with William, took care of some of the errands and running around and then offered the childcare when we needed it. William still sees uh, Sylvia's mother, still goes to her uh, two afternoons a week and is quite honestly like a grandmother to William, being that he doesn't have grandparents here in this country. So uh, I think looking within and knowing too that I had employees that They'd had children. This wasn't, you know, this wasn't unusual to them. Some of them had two kids, three kids, four kids. So, you know, me having my first, what better place to turn than to, you know, the company family. So that is what we did. And and that's how we've raised William. And he's always been involved in the business, comes in, knows everybody. They all know him. We all integrate together. We do family events as well as... um, group adult events so I think I think it is still one big family I, I haven't I didn't have to neglect the the older sibling being the business um, when William was born <laughs> that's great Dana Wilde here from the mindawareshow.com talking with Megan Duckett founder of so what about balancing parenthood and your business yeah it's interesting because I, what I hear you saying again in, it's great because for all of us that operate this way it gives me reassurances that really you can kind of make it up as you go along if you need to. You know, don't worry so much about having this plan put out 10 years in advance that things are going to come into your life. You're going to have to shoot from the hip. You're going to have to kind of just make decisions as you go along and see which ones work and which ones don't, which is how it seems like you've managed your business and how you've managed balancing this. Is that a a fair assessment? I think it's a very fair assessment. This year would be a perfect example of it because you, you consider that 16 years in business, you know, four years in business with the rental company, Williams turned nine already, everything's stable. Out of the blue, my mother was diagnosed with uh, uh, endometrial cancer, in mm-hmm. fact, last October. And um, I had to, speaking of shooting from the hip, I had to literally abandon post and go back to Australia for, for four months oh, um, wow. up until burying her um, at the end of April. So it is. It's it's constant. It's constantly ebb and flow, being prepared to change, being prepared to put the tools in place. I couldn't take William with me while I cared for my mother. He needed to stay here. Adam needed to look after the business. You know, we had to all kind of scuttle, scurry, take care of everybody as best we could and, and, um, and then all reconvened, unfortunately, after my mother passed on. But that that in itself too is also evidence that perhaps the family has grown the right way here because 
uh, my company family took care of us during that time and were completely 110% here for for us so that we could take care of my mother and accommodate her needs. Yeah, and it seems like, you know, you're exercising your, your crisis muscle, so to speak, because you've been willing to grow your business this way, taking things as they come and allowing yourself to risk. And so then when a, a crisis like this arises, you're ready for it. I can see that. You know, Megan, I want to make sure that everybody knows how to reach you. So can you give us some information on where we can find you? Of course. Well, we're on the internet, uh, com. That's S-E-W-W-H-A-T-I-N-C.com. And, uh, of course, always uh, through the website, you can contact us via email, telephone, everything is there. Uh, you can follow our blog or jump back and forth to the rental company website. There's all sorts of good fun information on there for those that want to learn about what we do and the market that we service. Well, and it's nice because you do offer this rental. Is it kind of like a no job too big or too small thing? You're working for you know, Sting and Madonna one week, and you, I mean, you can really handle a lot of variety, can't you, in your yeah. business? Yeah, well, I think life is all about variety. I love that. So yeah. in 30 seconds, if, if I'm going to implement one thing in my business to be successful, what would you recommend? I would recommend that you empower your employees, allow them to make decisions, trust them in what they do, give them guidelines, and then sit back and, and, and watch your business grow. You'll be surprised and thrilled at how those that are given the opportunity will really embrace the task at hand. I love that. And so do you think your employees really step up because you allow them to? That's really, that's a great way to look at it. Is that a fair assessment? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, completely. That, that's great. So if you want great employees, where to find them is just take the people you've got and trust them. I, I love that. Great to chat with you, Megan. So nice to have you here. I really appreciate it. I am Dana Wild with com, and we are here to help you discover methods to make your business easier to grow while maintaining a balanced and happy life. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Mind Aware Show. And remember to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash themindaware. Please join us for tomorrow's episode. You deserve it.